0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Catpick Studios guitar podcast. You're listening to the Master the Basics series where music industry professionals teach us the basics of various skills you need to be successful at your music and help you on your musical journey. In this episode my guest Ayrik from the Living Room Gear Demos YouTube channel is going to teach us the basics of fuzz pedals. Ayrik is going to talk about the few basic types of fuzz pedals that are out there and how he would use them. By the way, this and every other episode is also available as a video podcast on the Catpick Studios YouTube channel. But now, Master the Basics and Eirik from Living Room Gear Demos. Well, hello there, Vlad here. Welcome to my studio and welcome to Master the Basics series, a series where we have a guest that is going to teach us basic of something in this case we're talking about fuzz pedals what are they why are they who are they you know no, that's not a real question but we have a guy who actually knows quite a bit about the pedals Iric from living room gear demos hello hey Vlad how is it going Pretty good, pretty good. I'm slightly worried that the sun will shine on me, but otherwise I should be fine. <laughs> good. You know what? Today it's uh,
1: guest room gear demos because I move around sometimes. I'm in a studio sometimes. I'm actually in a living room today. I'm in my guest room slash home studio. Yeah. Just wanted to let you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not assuming you change your channel name every time you shoot in different studios or, or like in a different room. I guess it makes sense. Yes, yes, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Want to dive into the first question? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The first question is simple this. What are fast pedals?
1: That is a good question. I, I would say that if you hear a sound that is um, almost broken, a lot of gain hairy, kind of out of control, that's probably first that you are hearing. It's, it's. I think it started sort of as uh, before like th- people wanted everything to be super clean and mm-hmm. some people, they wanted to go against that, so they used their gear wrong to get mm-hmm. really weird sounds and that is kind of <laughs> where fuss started, so it's yeah. it's it kind of sounds broken, I would say, spitty and hairy, and it's pretty easy to pick out well, when you think about mm. those words that I said. If you listen to something, and yeah, mm. it should be easy enough to to pick out the first guitar uh, yeah. from the mix. So it's it's actually you could say that it came before overdrive and distortion it's kind mm. of like the ancestor of of those uh, <laughs> those uh, things and yeah. i i really like it it took me took me some some time actually to get to to know it and to actually mm. like it i've always liked the sound of it but it's kind of hard to use it
0: mm.
1: in a band yeah. setting or to to put it in a mix even It's not the easiest thing to use, but Mm. once you get to master it, I think it's the coolest uh, effect out there, actually.
0: Yeah. Speaking of using it in a band context, uh, can you name some guitar players most of people might know that actually use Fuzz or are famous for using Fuzz? Sure. Jimi Hendrix, the biggest one of them all, he
1: used... used, He used Fuzz a lot. Um, Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins. Eric Johnson. Um, Mm -hmm. Keith Richards uh, did uh, use a lot of Fuzz. Probably still using Fuzz. Jeff Beck. And actually, yesterday, I was just, like, searching. them. Oh, I said something that Siri picked up and thought... I asked about. Yesterday, I was uh, searching around for different songs with fuzz, and you know, Beastie Boys, "Sabotage." Mm-hmm. You know the bass line, that has a lot of fuzz on it. So oh, that's, that's probably true. a song that most people would know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, quite a few people using fuzz, and
0: yeah. See, I, I guess it was kind of an obvious question, though. That, now that you listed, like I. Didn't realize it was that many of those kind of biggest names out there. Yeah. Yes. It's probably,
1: they they don't use it all the time, you know. That's probably sure. why you don't necessarily think of every Jimi Hendrix songs to be fussy. But some of them, he's using it through the whole song. It might just be mm. on for a solo. Same thing with Eric Johnson. He's not using it all the time necessarily, but it's mm. in bits and pieces around... Of his songs,
0: sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how are the fuzz pedals different from like overdrives and distortions? I guess control, like they sound broken. Something else? Yeah. So
1: I'm I'm not sh- completely sure about the technical stuff, but I have heard people talk about that. Um, in a overdrive pedal and distortion, you have like a tone stack, mm-hmm. and with in a fuzz pedal all of the the distortion is happening before the tone stack, which means that Mm -hmm. often um, if you have it after, it's easier to control the low end. So if you you have a distortion pedal, it's often really tight so you can play like heavy stuff. And the Mm. low end is really tight and you don't have that much overdrive in the low frequencies. But... um, with the fuzz, that is happening before the tone stack. So it sounds <laughs> just like blown up and it's mm. really hard to play like a tight metal riff with uh, with a fuzz pedal yeah. because it's mm. so loose in the low end and it's mm. kind of all over the place. Uh, so mm. I think that's like the main difference. And mm. also there's a lot of gain happening in a fuzz pedal, mm. most of them at least. So, I would say th- like the main thing is it's it sounds just out of control and broken compared to a overdrive or a distortion,
0: yeah,
1: especially in the low end, at least that's why what, yeah. what I hear,
0: yeah. So I know that there are different types of fuzz pedals, but you want to kind of take us through like the most common ones. Obviously, like there's a zillion of them available, but like there's some few basic types I think that are diff-like. Mm-hmm, for sure. Honestly, I don't, don't know actually them, so yeah, take us through them. <laughs>
1: uh, so I would say you have tone benders and super fuzzes, to me, they are quite similar. Hope I'm right about that. They are very punchy and almost metallic sounding. Um, then you have uh, the fuzz face, uh, you know, the big round one, which yeah. looks like a face. Uh, probably that's that 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 is probably the most common one, at least mm. from the early days. I found find that one to be a bit more smoother. Eric Johnson is using the fuzz face. Jimmy Hendrix is also—he was known for using that one. Mm. And then you have the big muff from Electro Harmonics, which is bigger sounding in my ears and a bit more woofy. If that's a, if that's a word at all. <laughs> <laughs> it um, is now. It is now. Uh, Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins—he's using mm. the big muff. It's. Often a really big sound when you are yeah. using uh, the Big Muff. Uh, and a more modern one is the fuzz Factory from Zvex, um, which okay. is a bit more gated and spitty. It sounds even more broken than the other ones.
0: Mm.
1: And of course, with all of these, you have a lot of brothers and sisters and family all over the place. And yeah. There's a lot of different ones, but I would say that's the main ones.
0: Hmm. So how would you typically use those different types of fuzzes? Uh, I don't know. Let's start with the fuzz phase, which was, I guess, one of the early ones. Yeah. So um, I think a
1: common thing that people um, uh, experience when they are trying fuzz for the first time is running a fuzz Mm -hmm. into a completely uh, clean amp uh, I did that, I, I got a Big Muff reissue when I was 15 and it sounded horrible. Uh, <laughs> and I think th- I've discovered some years later that m- at least the earlier fusses sounds better when, when you are running them into a driven amp and that can be difficult. It's- for us, like, bedroom players. And even on Mm. stage, you're not allowed to play super loud anymore. So what I often do is to to stack them with an overdrive pedal.
0: Mm.
1: And especially the Fuzz face and the Big Muff, to me, they sound a lot better when you stack them with an overdrive. You don't have to to use the overdrive to get, like, a volume boost. You just need to add some dirt and some mid uh, frequencies from those dirt pedals and then mm. they can sound way better in my opinion. I can show you a couple mm. of sounds if you want to. Yes. So I'm using my HX Stomp, I don't have any originals here on the floor, but the HX Stomp is pretty good and first I can show you a fuzz face type um, mm. pedal. And I will let you know when I turn on the overdrive pedals because I put that later in the signal chain ah. to show you how it sounds different and how much yeah, I can to the tone. Yeah. So very clean sound from the Rev D20. Um, good amp, but way too clean to work really well with just the fuzz face. At least the way mm. that I set it now. So here's the first phase.
0: Yeah.
1: So it sounds good, but it's. Even though it's gainy, it's a bit thin, and I feel that something is missing at least. Mm-hmm. So as mentioned, I put a. Uh, this is a Klan type of uh, pedal later in the signal chain, and here it is with that one. <laughs>
0: I guess like I'm guessing uh, the overdrive kind of uh, helps to smoothen out some of the like super high frequencies and also maybe control the lo- low end as well
1: I think you're spot on and yeah it's it gets a lot smoother and of course you get some more gain in mm. there as well but you could control that with the fuss. Uh, and, turn yeah. f- and turn the turn the gain down on the fuzz pedal. If that if that's not your goal to get more gain necessarily, you just want to shape the sound. Yeah. So that's the fuzz mm-hmm. phase. I can also also show you um, how a big muff pedal would sound. Yep. and here's the big muff with the overdrive after it
0: <laughs> i think i'm starting to realize why i've never like gotten into fuzzes because now that i think about it i've always used them into like a really clean amp
1: <laughs> I think that's yeah. a very typical thing to do. I as mentioned, I bought that first pedal, mm. tried it once and put it back in the wooden box. I really couldn't um, bond with it yeah. at all. So I think that's a common thing that uh, people go through.
0: Yeah, yeah. Are there any fuzzes that you kind of prefer like, well, how do you use different type of fuzzes? Like I guess this goes to your personal preferences now, but like Yeah. For example, specific ones you want to use for rhythm and specific ones for lead, I guess? Um,
1: I, I prefer like the m- more uh, gated fusses, like um, the mm. fuzz face. No, not the fuzz face, um, the one from CVEX. Uh, what is it called again? It's called, I just mentioned it. Is it Fuzz Factory? Fuzz Factory, of course. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly. I prefer to use that one. It, I just like the sound of it. I don't have mm-hmm. like a specific preference for lead and for rhythm. I would say that it's probably easier to start using it for lead.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, because it, it just helps the guitar sing sort of. It's more difficult to use it on more controlled things like rhythm parts because it's Mm. again very loose often. So I would say start out with playing lead, add some reverb and delay maybe, Um, Mm. look to Eric Johnson what he's doing, he's playing difficult stuff of course but he's using it a lot for lead stuff. I think that's a good place to start at least if you play lead. I think a lot of people find find it hard to incorporate fuss into rhythm parts. Uh, but it yeah. it depends a lot on the music you're making. If if you're in like a tight rock band or metal band, it is you wouldn't say that it's normal to all of a sudden have a song that's fuss everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. So So I think you just need to look at the song and see, um, if it suits the song and if you're that type Mm. of banner, honestly. Um, Mm. yeah. And it's also, I think it's cool for, uh, layering and just like if you have small parts, um, in a song, combine it with other effects. That could be a way to go as
0: well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you used fuzz? Like I think I've seen some people do it. Like they have a little bit of fuzz, but then they kind of roll down the volume on the guitar and say that that makes a huge difference on the clean sound. Actually,
1: yeah. So uh, that is a bit different from fuzz to fuzz. If you if you're looking at the fuzz factory, it's so gated that you you probably wouldn't get a clean sound at all. I can actually. I have a. Um, it's called industrial fuzz here on my HX-Stomp. And that is how it sounds. If I turn it down, I'm presuming that it will go away. It's, it's a cool sound, but it's not a pleasant, uh, yeah. clean sound or overdriven sure. sound. But if you have like a good fuzz face uh you can get like if you go all the way down you can get good clean sounds or you can get usable overdrive sounds as well but it really depends on the first pedal that you are using Um, the gating thing is mm, the thing to look out for some pedals have a bias knob Mm -hmm. and that's where you control the gating thing so if you if you Don't use the bias thing. You could use the pedal more as a fuzz face or a big muff. Uh, Then you can use the volume to control stuff. Pretty much, yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. yeah. So, what kind of effects do you usually mix in with fuzz? I know. I mean, reverb and delay is something that you mentioned already. I've seen a lot of people use like octave things, or well, there's also octave fuzzes, but you know. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so you have actually a really old fuzz that has like an octave signal in it, uh, but for sure, octave is something that I often mix. In general, I would say everything goes with fuzz. Um, yeah, it's often a a sound that I like to experiment with and basically try out everything when I when I'm using fuzz pedals and. I could also add that if you're using a fuss pedal together with other things, put it first in the chain because often, um, at least the older fusses, they prefer to have a non-buffered signal going into the fuss. So that's why you often see people putting a fuss first in the chain. But after that, I would say add anything and see how it sounds. I use often, um, I use vibrato. and uh, Mm. and chorus a lot with fuzz, and delay, of course, um, something that I really like to use that maybe is not too common is slapback delay with fuzz. You know, delay and reverb is really common to use with with fuzz. You see that with Eric Johnson again, he's using that. But slapback delay, I like to use that, and vibrato.
0: Interesting. Didn't think of those yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, something that uh, i've also like I, I don't have too much experience with fast to be honest but personally i found it it's more easy to use with single coils uh, uh do you have like different approaches if you play a single coil guitar or a humbucker one
1: yeah uh, i think what you have experienced is very common i also Prefer to have to use single coils mm. with fuzz pedals. Um, with the gated pedals, it doesn't really matter that much. I would say they eat everything. Um, but like the classics, I would say that I also prefer single coils. I'm guessing that has a lot to do with the volume that that is hitting uh, the fuzz pedal. Um, mm. I don't know with, with humbuckers. It tends to be just a bit, bit of a boring sound to me. It sounds a bit flat and mm-hmm. oversaturated. So I think it's more lively when using when using a single coil or P90s. Even even though they can be really hot, uh, I I use a lot of mini humbuckers, mm. which kind of lives between um, single coils and humbuckers again. And I find those to work with fuzz pretty well mm. so yeah i from what i'm saying i i you could assume that turning down the volume on the humbucker would also work a bit better when running into a, a fuzz. but i don't really have any experience with that i haven't tried that mm.
0: so mm. Um,
1: yeah i'm not completely sure what like technical stuff is going on there but again i prefer to use single coils or mm. yeah Stuff like that.
0: Anything else you want to add? Like be, like, what are some things... Like when, when somebody wants to get into fast pedals, what should they know? I think you just need to be prepared to try out a
1: couple of ones. Uh, uh, it might be hard to, to get it right the first time. Um, mm. Like with my experience with the Big Muff, I like Big Muffs now because... My style has changed, and I also know how to to get it to work better now. Mm. But yeah, I would say that you probably need to to try out some different ones to find the one that you like. And I think for me, at least, I've I, I've said that I that I like the gated fuzzes more. But I would say in general that I like modern fuzzes a bit more than the classics. I. Still love the classics, but I know that um, most of the newer stuff is made differently and it's made more for the consumer now, which is people playing everywhere. It -hmm. could be in the bedroom. It could be in the living room, on stage, different places at different volumes. So So they are a bit like nice, easier to work with. Uh, no matter what amp you're plugging into or what volume you're plugging into.
0: Mm. Any like easy fuzz pedals you want to recommend if somebody wants watches the video and wants to get into fuzz? Anything to recommend? Uh, I think uh, um, the Velvet Fuzz from Wampler. Mm.
1: I, I remember hearing that that is a fuzz kind of designed to work at every different volumes and mm. you have some options there to, to really shape it the way you want to. Um, other than that, I would say that most of, like the first circuits are pretty easy. So you should be able to, to get a lot of different stuff for a lot of different prices. So mm. um, again, maybe be prepared to to try out a few before you land on a perfect one. Myself, um, I, I'm using the Borfus from Ohmless pedals. Mm. That is more of a modern one because you have the bias knob. Uh, also, I use um, the 420 Fuss from Fuss Roche's pedal. So those two are probably my favorites. Both mm-hmm. of them are more gated, so they sound really... Uh, broken and <laughs> i also like the color box from J- jhs uh, which is more of a console um like a neve console in a pedal but if you crank everything it sounds completely destroyed which i believe <laughs> was like one of the first things people did when they wa- wanted a fussy sound was to like turn up the gain on the consoles in the studio, and running directly into the consoles. I'm not sure, but I think that's how the whole thing started. And you can get that sound with uh, with the color box.
0: <laughs> Interesting. I, I, I think I'll put links below in the description for a couple of those pedals we just mentioned. I actually kind of want to add one that like I've, I've had mostly bad experiences with fuzzes. But one that I want to single out is the KMA Audio Machines Fuzzlibe, which I found like I'm able to get really fun and interesting sounds out of it, even though I have no idea how to use the Fuzz. And yeah, I've had a lot of struggles with them in the past. So that's one also as well. And it's actually pretty well priced as well. So I'll add that in the description as well. Yeah, I really like that one.
1: Um, it's it's based on a also early circuit which mm-hmm. i don't remember the name of but it's it's pretty unique and different from the fast face and mm. and the big muff so when i first got the fastly bear i was i was running a bit tired of doing fast demos and that one was like finally something different so yeah that's definitely <laughs> a a different and cool pedal to check out. So I I stand behind that one, lad.
0: I think that wraps it up, actually, like a lot of good kind of basic knowledge. I actually need to grab, I think I have a couple of puzzles around here. I need to grab those and kind of dive into them a little bit more and especially try try that kind of um, fuzz before overdrive thing because as i mentioned i've always used them into a clean amp and that explains so much why <laughs> i might have had troubles with them before so yeah i'm willing to give them a new kind of chance and thank you Eric for sh- sharing your knowledge of fuzzes much appreciated obviously there's link in the description to his channel you might have seen it before if you haven't i think you're in for a pretty pleasant surprise <laughs> yes exactly if you want to see more master the basics videos there's a playlist link in the description and a card somewhere over here as well there's more episodes available on various topics and there will be more episodes available really soon and then there's just all the basic YouTube things likes shares subscribe thing is and you can also support me by getting Catpick Studios merch, few jam tracks available as well, links below in the description. Thanks for watching, thank you Eirik, and I shall see you next time.